What's up, everybody? Good morning, good evening, good night. Whatever time you're listening to this, I'm recording this at night, and you're listening to the Rubber Match Podcast. I am so excited to be talking to you guys. Thank you for clicking on this podcast and being like, you know what? Look at this new podcast. I'm going to listen to it today. It's under the baseball category. Let's listen to it. I'm really excited basically to be talking to all of you guys. I'm really excited and I'm glad you clicked on the video. I already said that a couple of times, but this is the Rubber Match Podcast. We are going to be talking about baseball. We're going to be talking about college baseball and MLB baseball. It's going to be pretty 50-50 on this podcast. This podcast also has a website. It's called therubbermatch.com. You can go and visit it. It's in my Instagram bio that is also named the rubber match. Please follow me on Instagram. That's where you're going to get your updates on articles that I'm posting to my website. And you're also going to get updates to episodes of my podcast. I'm going to be posting snippets of my podcast on Instagram. So if you want to see those, check them out. They're both really great sites. Just follow me on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter at TBM2018. Follow me on there. I share my opinions on the game, and you'll also get updates on my podcast and my website there as well. So I'm on a variety of social media platforms. Like I said, I have my website, so if you guys want to check those out, check those out, and let's get started. So a little bit about me. Like I said, my name is Alyssa. I'm a teen. I'm from Florida, and I've been a baseball fan, a hardcore baseball fan, probably for about two years Baseball has always been a part of my life. My brother played up until he was 14 or 15. I'm also a twin, so I'm the same age as him. And I never really watched baseball when he was playing, but starting towards like middle school when the Little League World Series was going on, I would watch it. And then 2017, I got into college baseball. In 2018, I got into Major League Baseball. So now, basically, I'm like a little hatchling when it comes to baseball. I think for the most part, I can provide a good opinion on what's going on in MLB baseball. I think I know all the big players. Like, okay, Mike Trout is the GOAT, I guess. Trevor Bauer is the god. Uh, Mookie Betts is amazing right that's good (laughs) basically I think you know I think I have a basic understanding about what's going on in baseball right now so I'm really excited to be sharing my opinion you're going to be growing I'm going to be growing as the episodes go on so I'm really excited basically to see how much more we learn and we grow in the sport of baseball in this podcast I want to break down some of the major things that's going on in baseball right now as the offseason is going on we have the best free agency class you know in a while with George Springer and Trevor Bauer and Francisco Lindor all potentially getting traded you know Lindor will most likely be traded and also when college baseball rolls around I want to do weekly updates on what's been going on in college baseball so I'll give you my opinions and my analysis on conference games that are going on or like huge non-conference games that are going on. So we're going to be doing a lot of college baseball and Major League Baseball. So I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for February when um, 
baseball really comes back in a full swing when the MLB is doing spring training and college baseball is starting. I'm really excited. So that was just a little bit about myself. Now we're going to get into a segment that I like to call the pickoff. And the pickoff is where we're going to be talking about major MLB news. Everything will not be talked about on the pickoff because I only like talking about things that I'm interested in. Like if it's just boring news or news I really just don't care about, we're not going to be talking about that on here. We're going to talk about, we're going to be talking about topics that I feel like I can be passionate about and that I can have a really strong opinion on, you know, and that's what you want. You want your host, you know, to be passionate about what he or she is talking about. And these topics that I brought up for the pickoff are definitely going to be topics that I am passionate about. So we're going to obviously talk about the free agency class. I wasn't going to talk about it before, but learning about everybody that's on free agency, I'm like, this is too interesting for me to not talk about. So first, we have George Springer and Michael Brantley from the Houston Astros. As we know, the Houston Astros Astros <coughs> cheated in the 2017 World Series. They cheated in <coughs> 2018 World Series where they lost in the ALCS to the Red Sox. And they also cheated in 2019 <coughs> when they beat my Rays in the ALDS, which I'm still pissed AF about. I'm pissed as fuck. And they also <coughs> cheated in the 2019 ALCS when they beat the New York Yankees, which I was also upset about because that I think the Yankees would have won the World Series in 2019 had they went and played the Nationals. No offense to like Max Scherzer and Juan Soto and Ryan Zimmerman and Patrick Corbin, like and Trey Turner. Like, I think they're great. I think they're a great team and everything like that. But I think the Yankees, I mean, with Aaron Judge back in the lineup and Stanton was there sporadically. But, you know, I feel like the Yankees probably would have won the World Series in 2019. They would have finally gotten that 28th ring, which I would have been really happy. But anyway, that's all old news. My Rays finally got their revenge and they beat the Astros in the ALCS this year. And they ended up losing Game 6 of the World Series. But, you know... It just shows that we have a lot to grow and that, you know, we can be a really great organization. But enough about the Rays. We're talking about the Astros. So George Springer and Michael Brantley are two free agents for the Astros this season. They're not the only ones, I believe, on the team, but they definitely are two. And the Astros are, you know, kind of debating whether they're going to keep those two or whether they're going to or whether they are going to trade them. In my opinion, I think they should keep both of them, but obviously I'm not in the office. They have a huge payroll already, and with Carlos Correa going up for free agency, I believe, in 2021, it's a lot that they have to think about. They recently signed Alex Bregman to a deal that I think was worth over $100 million, which I think is a great investment because I think Bregman is a great player, but so is Springer and so is Brantley. Springer is like a class talent like it's one of a kind talent especially when it comes to the postseason George Springer is on another freaking level like he's already good in the regular season but when you get him in the postseason he is just such a dynamic player and he's I'm scared of him every time he comes up to the plate like I'm legit cowering behind my bed well every time he came up to bat against my Rays I was like oh 
frick, you know, because he and Altuve were both just hitting bombs off of my race, and they were hitting bombs off of Glasnow and Morton and Snell, and I was like, oh, no, you know, and I just feel like George Springer is too dangerous in the lineup for you to not sign him. I think it would be completely idiotic of the Astros to trade Springer. I just think it's going to be ridiculous. And then with, you know, Brantley, Brantley's also been very good in the regular season, in the postseason recently, you know, him joining the Astros was probably the best thing to happen, you know, in his career. And I think not signing either of those players would be not so good for the Astros. It's just, you need that veterans. You need those veterans. You need that. And, you know, I hope the Astros come around and they see that. Now, if they're not able to keep both players, they probably should get rid of Brantley just because he's one of the worst outfielders, I feel like. His bat is great. It's just he's not one of the best outfielders really there. And, you know, I just, you know, if you're going to get rid of one of them, if you're going to get rid of Springer or Brantley, get rid of Brantley. The thing also is um, Springer is being pursued by the Blue Jays and the White Sox. The Blue Jays have basically expressed that they're willing to spend. They have expressed interest in Springer, and they have expressed interest in DJ LeMayhew, and they've also expressed, I think, expressed interest in Lindor. If that's wrong, guys, please go on Instagram, follow me, and DM me and say, Alyssa, that's wrong. The Blue Jays are not pursuing Lindor. Just let me know. But... He's also being pursued by those two programs, organizations. I'm sorry, my college baseball, my MOB is getting mixed up. Okay, they. He's also being pursued by those two organizations, and if he had to go to either team, I think he would be great for either team. But what you're going to learn about me soon enough is that I am very more focused on appearance, appearance than maybe like the average person. I am a female. I am a girl. One of the reasons I watch baseball is because you got, you know, fine people, you know. You ask me if I like George Springer, no comment, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I really don't think that George Springer would look good in a Blue Jays uniform. I just, I don't see it. I don't like it. I just, I don't like it. So <laughs> I just, he doesn't look good. I feel like the only jersey that he would look good in is an Astros jersey. And you know what? He's probably going to get a lot of hate probably for the rest of his career just being a part of that team that cheated for the past three years. But you know what? I can't see him in another jersey. I could kind of see him in the White Sox jersey, but his best jersey is an Astros jersey. If not an Astros jersey, maybe an Arizona Diamondbacks jersey. But, I mean, they're not even looking at him maybe a Padres jersey maybe a Padres jersey but they're not looking for him so out of these three teams I really want him to stay with the Astros and Brantley if he can stay with the Astros stay if he gets traded I don't care where the hell he goes I really don't care this is the George Springer show in terms of (laughs) Houston I'm sorry I care more about him than Brantley okay moving on to Charlie Morton I'm just gonna be short and Sweet with this one. Charlie Morton is one of the best pitchers on this race team, if not the best. He was absolutely clutch in the postseason, and I can't thank him enough. If he retires this year, you know, 
I will be satisfied with the what performance he put on for this Rays team. I am so proud of him. I really want the Rays to re-sign him. He's expressed interest in staying with the Rays, but there are eight to ten teams vying for his attention and vying for his affection. There's, you know, eight to ten organizations, and I really just hope that the Rays just don't get outbid. Now, because he's expressed interest in staying with the Rays, he might sign with the Rays for less money over teams that are offering him more money. And he will probably sign a short-term deal because he really is looking to retiring. And in the event that he does, I hope his last season is with the Rays because we could potentially win the World Series this year. We just, we need those key pieces. We need those key pieces on our pitching staff. So let's keep Charlie Morton, please. Trevor Bauer, Cy Young Award winner, congratulations. That sounded like something that I didn't want it to sound like. I was clapping. So, <laughs> and he's a great, great pitcher. I think the Reds need to resign Trevor Bauer if they want to have a shot at going deeper in the playoffs. But more so, the Reds need some offense because they have a great rotation. They have Sonny Gray. They have Trevor Bauer. They have they have a great rotation. I just named only two guys, but I'm going to sit here and say that I kind of forgot whether Amir Garrett was a starter or a reliever. So let's pretend he's a starter. So <laughs> you got Trevor Bauer, you got Sonny Gray, you got Amir Garrett, all young pitchers for the most part. They're in their prime, and the Reds need to keep them if they really want a shot, but then they also need to trade for some offensive pieces. So... That's all I can say about Trevor Bauer. DJ LeMayhew, if the Yankees don't sign DJ LeMayhew, that's going to hurt them. I think they believe there are more important people on that team than DJ, and they're not giving him the respect, and they're not giving him the money that he's owed. This is your best player on the team. The best player on the Yankees is not Aaron Judge. It's not Stanton. It's not Garrett Cole. It's DJ LeMayhew. He's the one that goes out there and he works his butt off, and he gets y'all hits, wins. You know, he's a hit-for-average dude, and you need him because he's the one bringing in all your runs. You know what I'm saying? D.D. LeMayhew is the most important piece on your team. Yankees, if you don't resign him, you look stupid, you look dumb, and you're not going to win stuff. When Stanton was out, when Judge was out, guess who was doing it for you guys? Luke Voigt and D.D. LeMayhew. And... By God, y'all better assign him because that would be disrespectful. This man wants to stay in New York, pay him the money that he's owed because you know his worth and he knows his worth. Pay him what he is owed. That's why he declined your qualifying offer. Pay him what he's worth, period. Then we have Justin Turner. Um, Honestly, you know, Justin Turner is getting older, but I just think he's one of those players for the Dodgers. Like, they're going to need him, I feel like. If he gets traded anywhere, don't let it be the Rockies because his hair color and the jersey, they're just going to clash. You know, it's going to be a fashion no-no, and he can't do anything about his hair. So put him in a jersey that, like, won't clash with his red hair. You know, don't do that. Please don't send Justin Turner to the freaking 
Rockies. Don't do it, please. Because that's clashing. That's clashing and that's not good, okay? Now we're going to go on the topic of the White Sox and their new alcoholic manager that they have just signed to be the manager, Oz. So Tony La Russa is the White Sox new manager. He has managed the White Sox before, I think back in the 70s and the 80s. And he's also managed the Athletics, the Cardinals. He was the vice president of MLB operations at one point, then the chief baseball operations officer for the Diamondbacks. And like I said, he is now the manager of the White Sox. I've said that a total of three times. I am saying that for emphasis for the fact that they had A.J. Hinch as a candidate for a manager. And hey, hey, look. I'm upset with the Astros cheating, okay, but A.J. Hinch was a damn good manager, okay? And now the Tigers have him, and the Red Sox have Alex Cora, and, you know, the White Sox could have had A.J. Hinch, but they decided to go with a drunk over a cheater. Now, obviously, both of those candidates are pretty bad, but, I mean, if you're going to go with somebody... I would definitely go with Tony, not Tony. What was I trying to say? AJ Hinch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cheater over alcoholic any day. So the players have expressed that they are a-okay basically with Tony LaRusa being the manager. They're willing to play under him. Tim Anderson said that. He said he wasn't going to change his style of play just because he was managing. And I think that's very showy of his character. And that's good that Tim Anderson is not going to change for no manager. But we already knew um, Tim was a different breed, okay? We knew that from the backflip in 2019. Through that, through that shit, like, bam. Like, we knew, we knew he was different. But here's my thing about it. I think if LaRusa does not get his act together, together, which I don't think he's going to get it together in four months, it's just not going to happen, that White Sox team is going to be ran into the freaking ground. I'm sorry. How do you pick an alcoholic for a manager? He literally had a DUI a couple days before they signed him or a day before. And to me... That is irresponsible in the part on the part of Tony La Russa and also the White Sox organization. That contract, 95, I'm 95% sure that contract didn't have anything about his provisions for alcohol and drinking and stuff. If I was in that organization, if I was in the office, I would have been like, okay, La Russa, you need to attend rehab. You need to attend rehab and you need to stay away from alcohol. And if you don't, I'm going to give you a warning. And then if you do it again, we're going to fire you. But I bet you 95% that it probably is not even written in there. So I don't think that's going to be the last time La Russa gets a DUI. Because I'm pretty sure he's not going to rehab. <laughs> you know, I feel like they're going to continue to have problems throughout the season. And I don't think the White Sox are going to have the season like they had in 2020 and that is my opinion and that's what I'm sticking to because I think this man really has to lose everything and I think everything 
losing everything would be him being fired from the White Sox, I think would be his wake-up call. But because that's not going to happen, he's going to keep fucking up. He's going to keep cutting up. And if you, what Chicago White Sox, want to have an organization where your manager got a DUI a day before you signed him and you still decided to sign him, that's on y'all. Chicago White Sox fans, DM me telling me how you feel or add a comment. I think there are comments under this podcast. I'm not really sure. But, you know, that's just, that's all I have to say. So that's the end of the pickoff part, the section of my podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed the, enjoyed that. I am going to sit here and tell you, I am not an MLB insider. I do not know everything that is going on with the MLB. If I've said anything wrong or you feel like I left out a little bit of information, like maybe there is another team pursuing George Springer or Michael Brantley, or maybe there's another team pursuing Justin Turner, please let me know. Please let me know because I want to know. I want to learn more information and I want to basically like, I just want to know. Like, I just want to know. Okay, so... This podcast is probably only going to last about 30 minutes. However, we do have nine minutes left because 30 minus 21 is nine. So the last part of this episode, which I'm really excited to be talking about, is just fun stuff about the MOB and about MOB players. So Freddie Freeman is the NL MVP and Freddie Freeman, I'm so excited for him. I'm so glad he's the MVP. His family, his family is so cute. His son is super cute. Like, his son is a carbon copy of him. He is so adorable. And he just idolizes and adores his dad. And honest to God, if there's any man that you idolize and adore, let it be freaking Freddie. Because Freddie is one of the most humble people humble players in baseball, you know, and you just see it, you just see it, and he's just so wholesome, and he's, you know, a great guy, I think, so, you know, it's just to idolize anybody, you know, idolize your father, your father is great, okay, there are not many MLB players like Freddie Freeman, and, you know, his father is one of a kind, Charlie's father is one of a kind, so, after that, we have got to talk about Giancarlo Stanton's 31st. So <laughs> this, you know, section of the podcast is definitely for the females. I'm telling y'all right now, I like I said, I'm a girl. I'm a baseball fan. I like baseball boys, okay? And I don't know if you girl, girl fans are Yankees fans. And I know if you're a Yankees fan, I know you think Giancarlo Stanton is hot as fuck. And hey, that's me too, okay? That's me. He most definitely is fine. So, his recent pick was him. He just turned 31 years old. It's like, oh my God, he's 31? Yes, he's 31, guys. He's He's been in the league for a little while, you know, played with the Marlins, got, well, got drafted by the Marlins, played for the Marlins for several years, and as of 2018, he is a Yankees, and you have not seen much of him in the past three seasons, and I'm really Sorry for you guys because that was a huge investment. You just took over like his part of the contract with the Miami Marlins. But that's not the point. The point is for his recent pick, which is him on his birthday, he posted 
a picture of him. Now he's not like he's looking at the ground and he has like this jacket on. Well, his whole fit matches. So he has a whole, he has a matching set and he has this jacket and he has this necklace on and he is looking at the ground and he is so freaking fine. He is so hot. Okay, he's so hot. He like he has like a six pack and stuff. And the thing about it is like I know he did this strategically. He kind of <laughs> y'all, I can't. So he he kind of um he kind of like puts his pants on like a little bit so you kind of see like his V line. Okay, let me stop. This is not the podcast. Oh, this is not the place. Okay. I've kind of forgot that my family members could potentially be listening to this. But anyway. <laughs> but here's my thing about it. Here's my issue with it. Here is my my thing, my pet peeve. Here is my thing, okay? This man is trying to be like Shamar Moore. If you, you know, Criminal Minds fans, y'all know, I have never watched Criminal Minds before in my life, but I will sit here and tell you that Shamar Moore, he posted the same picture on his 50th birthday. He had a shirtless picture, and he had his abs, and, he, you know, he looked really good, right? I am convinced that John Carlos Sam was trying to pull a Shamar Moore. And if he was trying to pull a Shamar Moore, John Carlos Sam, baby, I love you. I love you so much. But honey, you will never be Timothy Shalamanders. You will never be Shamar Moore. Okay? That man is a <laughs> You will never be Timothy Shalamanders. You will never be Shamar Moore. That man is a different breed, okay? It is much more impressive to be 50 years old and still have a six-pack than to be 31 and have a six-pack. Honey, you are a professional athlete. You have been flexing since 2010, 2011, 2012, whatever, early 2010s. We expect you to have a freaking six-pack, okay? We expect that. That is expected, okay? But to see Shamar Moore posted up shirtless, six-pack, it's different, okay? Not saying that you don't look good, Giancarlo. I'm not saying it. If you ever listen to this podcast, I'm not sitting here and telling you that you look bad. I'm sitting here and telling you that it's not as impressive. I'm not as impressed. He tried to pull a little Shamar more. Maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he's like, oh, well, no, I'm not. You know, it was just warm outside. I just took off my shirt. Or, oh, it just didn't come with a shirt. Nah, you did that for a reason. You wore a jacket without a shirt for a reason. You picked that set out for a reason. If it didn't have a shirt, you did it for a reason. And guess what? You tried to be like Shamar Moore and you failed. You fucking failed, honey. You failed. You're fine, but you failed. You failed. Lord Jesus, and he got the hair on the chest. Hey, let me tell you. Shamar Moore did not have hair on his chest. His chest was shaved. He shaved his chest. So that's another deduction deduction all right look he tried he tried it he tried that shamar more he tried it it just it didn't work out baby it's it's okay it's okay that it didn't work out it's a okay okay stan baby i love you i love you it's just it's not working you're not doing it for me you are not doing it for me all right you're not doing it for me unfortunately so Guys, we are approaching the end of my podcast. Thank you for listening to the first episode of The Rubber Match. I am really excited to be talking to you guys. That was insane. That was fun. That was exciting. It was exciting talking about free agency. It was exciting talking about Tony La Russa. It was exciting talking about Stan. Like, 
I was wanting to talk about, I was wanting to talk about that probably for about a week. I was like, oh my God, Stan just posted this pic and he's trying too hard. So I'm really glad. Now, I sit here and I'll tell you this straight up. I am thoroughly convinced like MOB players are not going to listen to my podcast. When I said on my Instagram that I say whatever, whenever I want, obviously I'm going to be like the most respectful as possible. But when it comes to stuff like this, like I am going to say whatever I want. When it comes to Stan, when it comes to, you know, I, I what I'm saying will definitely be my raw opinion. So <laughs> get ready for that. But you're going you're gonna to find out as episodes go on that I have major crushes on the mad dudes in the MLB. Like, it's not just Stanton. It's not just going to be him. The, you have just touched the surface. You have dipped your toes into the ocean, all right? The ocean that is my podcast, okay, and my obsession with some of these players. You have dipped your toes in them. So, episode one is officially over. Like I said before, my next episode of my podcast, I cannot give you a definite time of when the next episode will be, but I will sit here and say that it should be out within the next couple of weeks. I will try to have this one out in the next couple of days so it's available to all of you guys. I had such a great time talking to all of you guys and I cannot wait for you guys to come back. I cannot wait to film another episode of the podcast. I'm currently writing my first article that's going to be on my website probably by the end of this week. We're going to be talking about the university. I'm sorry. The University of Kentucky's baseball program. Are they overrated? Are they underrated? Or are they neither? And you know, I'm going to post it to my website, like I said, by the end of this week. And I'm just really excited for you guys to read that. So have fun doing whatever you're doing, guys. Bye.